Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay. <laughs> He's going to be changing your diaper someday. You know that. Well, no, that's, his, that's his, his girlfriend's job. She's going into geriatric medicine, so she'll be the one changing my diaper. Exactly. Okay, I'm glad you guys are comfortable enough. And a hot soapy enema. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we're recording. Oh. I, I want to note that the last thing that Paul Maine said before we started recording was hot soapy enema. There it is. Oh, you know what? I was supposed to do this before I hit the theme, but that's what professional broadcasters do. Before I begin, big thanks to our friends at Scratch Labs. Have you checked out their website over at Scratch Labs? I mean this seriously, really. It is so much more than just a place to buy great fuel and hydration. It is also a great community of ideas, including recipes. For example, I was on there today, and they have Scratch Recovery Pancakes. Makes about eight pancakes, flour, sugar, baking powder, salt, milk, butter, egg, and two scoops of scratch recovery mix. Jackson, think about a chocolate-flavored pancake. Or, I know, right? Or or even I'd put the coffee in there, the coffee-flavored in a pancake. Would that be good? I don't know. But you guys can decide it out for yourselves. Try it out. I'm going to do it this weekend for sure. Scratchlabs.com. Also, it can't be time to talk about cycling without saying Gooder sunglasses. Check out their newest offerings. The Mock G's. If Joe Biden wore Gooders, these would be the ones he wore. And I'm not intentionally getting political. It's just a brilliant fashion observation. Get over to Gooder.com. Check out the coolest, affordable, high-performance eyewear out there. Now, let's see get to this show this is when i was supposed to hit the theme and now that it's already running whose professional career am i going to ruin in tonight's podcast it's almost the end of august bike races are happening i can't believe i'm saying this but in august it is time for the tour de france oh and chris Froome isn't in it no is garrett thomas we'll get to that one or, nor is paul Maine. no um and and the entire house of cards could fall at any moment if you ask me in my personal opinion 
or at the mention of COVID three times into a mirror. Uh, don't jinx it, anybody. Keep your fingers crossed for the next three weeks. With me are members of the Pack Filler in person. Here, the guy who I blame for my obsession with beer I can't pronounce, Paul Maine. <laughs> Hi, Pat. That's a great title. Thanks. Yeah, and and I, I want to know the story behind that smoky thing I bought. I just bought a label. I You sent me a video link about all beer types defined, mm-hmm. and I was I spent 30, no, an hour of my life watching this video, <laughs> and I was like, okay, I got to try all these, and I, the Martzen one sounded great, German Martzen beer. That's coming up, though. That's October Well, that's what that one I bought was, but I didn't realize. The Rauch? Yeah. No. It says Martzen on it. Well, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. I see Martin. I assume it's a Martin. This mm. not a Martin. Right. It was a smoke beer. That's it's, a Rauch beer. It smelled like somebody lit it on fire and then I just let those. it cool. Do you really? Well, okay. when I drank. Yeah, oh, that's uh, true. Rauch beer. Rauch beer. On the line, the guy who I credit for my gene pool being used for something other than drinking unpronounceable beer as well as owning a lot of nerdy audio equipment, Jackson Bulger. Hello. <laughs> there, man. Um, and number three, he's been away for a bit, but never from our hearts. Uh, you know him as the disc brake gravity lovable smartass who likes to bang pots together. Carson Hagen, how are you, dude? Hi. Are we? <laughs> he looked sideways at the camera, not knowing that I'm the only one who's seeing the Zoom call, but that's okay because it shows your upper oh, really? thigh. Oh, really? This, is, this, isn't, this isn't live? No. Good, so I can be naked? Not for my sake or Jackson's. I'd love that. Well, we because you are. I mean, you should be honest with your audience. I'm not. I'm wearing my cool shirt that Jackson bought me. I'll show that to the camera. Uh, yeah. This close from wearing the one that I have. Were you? We could have been twins. Could have twinning it. Um, and, and before I continue with the show, if anybody sees a gentleman by the name of Jack Broadhead, pr- please report it to authorities. I just got a text from him. Really? Yeah. Wow. Is he? Did well, he it, it get was, out of the well? He's in California right Lassie now. Lassie rescue him? He's in California. <laughs> you got a text from Jack hey, Broadhead. Yeah, yeah, because I inspected one of his jobs today in Spokane. He Did flew you out of town. fail it? No. Damn. He's a good electrician. Oh. He's not much of a bike rider today, but <laughs> he is a good electrician. <laughs> I, 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 we need to get an update on how many times that guy's ridden in 2020. I think it was just... Uh, one. One. Yeah. With us, yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, before we begin, we are live on YouTube, as we usually are weekly. You're only going to see two of us right now on YouTube. But uh, if you're listening to this as a podcast, know that you can catch it on YouTube. And you can participate. You can participate. <laughs> um, for those of you wondering where the Cla- Packfiller Classic prizes are, know that I will indeed send them as soon as I get paid. <laughs> which is which is Monday. So, hey, I'm, I, this is me pulling back the curtain. I am a real guy. And um, I, that, I, I got to wait until I get paid to afford. How about this? You'll get paid as soon as people start ordering more Manscaped. And then you can send it out. God damn, that was good. <laughs> Thank you. I wish I wouldn't have burped beer during the middle of that <laughs> idea because that was a great idea. If everybody just went out and ordered more Manscaped and, uh-huh. and all those sorts of wonderful. You could send out these wonderful gifts to all those quicker. people. Yeah. And consistently. Yeah. Hmm. God damn, that's good. Oh. Um, big thanks to uh, Dan B. Rider Honey. Um, who D- Dan was a rider in the Pack Filler Classic. He brought by a, a case of his own in-farm made honey, and I've been giving it out to the to the riders who've been coming by my house to pick up their, their swag prizes so I don't have to send it to them. Um, and uh, brilliant stuff. So it, if you're 
you're able to get some of it, grab it. It's it's delicious. I've been putting it in my my uh, morning oatmeal because I saw that uh, the, t- the time delay on the YouTube thing is so annoying. Well, don't watch it. Don't watch the YouTube. <laughs> I, I gotta t- I gotta turn it off. It's, it's just oh my god. Yeah, what's, you're not in it anyway. Yeah, I know, but <laughs> I just I like I like Pat's basement so much. Yeah, I've got got basement envy. That's a nice basement. <laughs> yeah. He was doing some karate in it earlier. I was. Yeah, cutting up cutting up fruit some pumpkins and sword and doing karate in the basement. Um, before we get to the future, let's catch up. Um, first of all, Miss, Mr. Carson Hagen, I haven't talked to you in, in a long time other than the fact that you leave voicemails on my phone saying I never pick up my phone or something like that. Um, how you been? You been riding? I want to know all three of us who's been riding, but uh, I'll start with you. Been riding a lot, um, even uphill. And, uh, Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what? I mean, <clears throat> Peaked, uh, a couple weeks what? ago, and I think I did like I did Sorry. a yeah, I think I did like a fourteen-hour wow. week two weeks ago. Fourteen-hour week, uh, yeah, which is for me is a lot. Did your car uh, break down? No, <laughs> just trying to get thin and fast again. Uh, it's been hard lately because it's been smoky out, so I've been oh, yeah. doing a lot of Zwift. Um, kind of got motivated to do that Zwift uh, off the map thing, so I did all four of those. And uh, hopefully, hopefully Thursday, I get outside again. Um, but yeah, I've been riding a lot. Very and cool. I've lost uh, fuck. I've lost uh, twenty pounds since. Uh, Dude, May. wow! Yeah. No kidding. Way to go, man! That's fucking awesome. You... I got I got twenty to go. I got a goal weight of two ten. So we'll yeah. see what happens. I've yeah. I was I was talking to my wife about it the other day, and I have a hard time talking to my wife about it because she gets mad at me because she's like, "Stop obsessing over this." But I I have we're, another we're bike racers. Of course, yeah. we're gonna obsess about. I have it. another fifteen pounds to go myself. I think. You know what? It helps with your wife. Just thirteen. Thirteen pounds. Don't don't ask her if your butt looks fat in this. Don't say that to her because that's when they start getting pissed off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She'll say yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not this. It's your butt. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jackson Bulger, you've been in Portland for a little over a week, back to Portland. Um, first of all, how are you handling the riots outside your door? And second of all, does it allow for good interval training? Um, yeah, I think it's been good, you know, no riots <laughs> not outside of my door, uh, thankfully. Um, been doing, I, last week I had a pretty good week. Um, I could feel my knee hurting a little bit, so I took a day off or something like that. Um, but then... I kind of got back on it, been riding uh, in a kind of a local park to me, Forest Park, and um, exploring the roads around here. Did a good 114-mile week or something like that last week and got out today and did a little long, sustained effort. So, yeah, things have been going well. Nice. Nice. You've gotten more than your old man. I have been out. Well, I got Saturday and Sunday out, um, and I need to apologize to Paul at them when I get to to my turn. But uh, um, and then I haven't done much this week since then. But um, Paul, how's your how's your cycling been? We rode together Saturday, Saturday, yeah. and then Sunday I just went out by myself and kind of ditched around. Yeah, and that's been it. Yeah, two days. I, uh, guys, are we getting to the time of the year where it's like this? 
are, is anybody planning on uh, on backing off? Is it like okay, it's towards the tail end of the summer. I'm going to take a little time off the bike. You know, I'm not going to say cross is coming because some assholes always say cross is coming. <laughs> oh shit, year. I did it. Um, but uh, is, is anybody planning like that? And I remember it used to be the end of the season, and then you'd rest, and then you'd start back up or something like that. Nobody. Not me. Well, I don't think we really had a season to rest from. <laughs> Very good point. So, in in my opinion, I'm thinking, why not? Well, why not ramp it up? You know. <laughs> so you're going to go higher intensity. Exactly. You know, just screw school. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Karsten, are you? Do you have anything on the horizon, or are you just kind of training to get fitness back? That's it. I mean, uh, but I just, just, I'm just trying to, you know, I'm just trying to get back some self-esteem and some fitness. <laughs> um, but I will say, uh, as a member of the Obra board of directors, Ooh. we are uh, offering in August, we have an August contest to see who can ride the most, uh, classic Obra race courses or most miles on these courses. Um, that's posted cool. on ride with GPS.com. So, uh, like, you know, the, 2005 Ober Road Championships course, which is kind of agreed to be the classic Oregon champion course. Um, and and then we are also planning, planning. we haven't executed it yet, but um, we're going to have a few cyclocross courses open for Ride with GPS or, and or Strava. Uh, sort of, but we're going to run in a time trial format. So basically all the barriers will be up all the furniture will be up wow um, you have um you can post your basically you're going to be running it as a honors time trial and you know uh i don't know what the time what the time i'm assuming we're going to give you a couple of weeks and at the end of that you know uh the winner's the winner jackson is a portlandian are you listening to this i am i'm taking note yeah see how far i can drive to find all these things i think jackson i think you can count on i'm pretty sure you can count on um alpenrose and you know alpenrose we have access to because of the velodrome yeah um and uh i know that one is the one we've been talking about the most as a board but i don't know about the other courses we'll see Cool. That piques my interest. That's a cr- yeah. that's a really creative idea. Yeah. Setting up, especially like I'm thinking like the cross course, setting it up as you know the whole course is dialed in and ready to go. Do are are they going to have to show up on scheduled appointment times in order to avoid crowds or something like that? Uh, I boy, that's one of the things we're talking about. Yeah. Like we don't want people out there at the same time like breathing on each other and snotting on each other and stuff. But you never know, like. And, and you know, uh, it's it's going to go to. Sh- <laughs> yeah. What's interesting is if all the if all the barriers are up and all the course tape is up for a couple of weeks, somebody's going to have to be out there to make sure it stays up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like we're going to have to have some volunteers out there to be able to you know make make sure that everything's in place. So there's a lot of logistics going on, but it's something that's basically the focus of the last was for the focus of the last board meeting last week. I think that's a really cool idea to give again, like we, you know, my middle of the night, mini epiphany 
basically I had to go to the bathroom, but I, I thought of this at the same time, you know, of the classic, just being able to think of how can people go out and find a reason to go hard, even though they're not able to go go hard against with other people. That's a, that's a creative path. And I think that's really cool. And I hopefully, yeah. hopefully works. You guys could, you guys, you could, why not, why not, uh, with the exception of the downtown crit, you guys could reenact Washington Trust. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> We could, could just hit not the Mount Spokane stage. We're 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 all a little too burnt out yeah, on that. Yeah, take some time off that one. Yeah, exactly. Agreed. So, we shouldn't have our we we shouldn't have our downhill race. Uh, just shouldn't happen. Yeah. yeah, I think I think we're all gonna agree that mm-hmm. the 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 disc versus um, rim discussion is just gonna continue on. Yeah, and that yeah, was we all know I'd win. No, oh. the 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 question was already <laughs> answered. Yeah, uh, on Milan San Remo this year, by the way. So, yeah, oh, that's right. <laughs> Eat some crow, my friend. That, that, some was, salt that and pepper. Was funny, and I'm I'm glad you brought it up. <laughs> I'll, I'll acknowledge, gentlemen. Let's get to the headlines, <laughs> shall we? First and foremost, starting off is obviously we are we are a very short time away from the Tour de France, but I believe that there are a couple things that we need to go into and discuss before we actually get to the tour (laughs) because they do have some bearing upon where the Tour de France is going to be going and and riders involved within the Tour de France and the fact that Paul left my refrigerator door open. Um, First story here, uh, Bora Hansko rider tests negative for COVID-19 hours after positive test. I don't know if you guys heard about this most recently. Um, a rider who on Tuesday morning tested positive has now tested negative for the virus the team has announced. They were forced to withdraw from the Britannia Classic, Uai uh, France, uh, I, I probably pronounced it improperly, but I gave it my best shot, following a test result on Tuesday. The, st- the riders and the staff of the team tested negative later, including this unnamed riders. So uh, there have been several scenarios involving this. For example, Astana's Hugo Hull. Um, and U23 uh, uh, World Cyclocross Champion Inge van der Heiden. And again, I apologize if I destroy your names, but I'm just going to keep rolling with it kind of Bob Roll style. Um, they both tested positive and then negative after taking specific tests within the last week. Um, so my, my first thing to address to you guys is um, any thoughts, especially, oh, I don't know, the fact that maybe the, the biggest fucking race of the year is about a week away and uh, the potential for these false positives happening paul had his hand in the air so i gotta i I have visual on paul and he had his hand up first i'm gonna let you know larry warbass who um writes for um he just tests positive and he goes i don't understand he goes i am anal no one i've I haven't been hardly anywhere. Don't know where it's come wow. from. He says, I, I, I can't even imagine. But these negatives are coming up. Uh, I think the NFL had 74 that test positive. They ended up being negative later <clears throat> in the NFL for their training camps. So I've heard. Um, so that is a factor. So let's keep that in mind. We're and ta- the tour rules is that if two people on the team get a positive, no matter if mechanics yeah. So on yours, the whole team's withdrawn. So it may not even be a rider. It could be two mechanics or a swan year and a mechanic. And somebody in the yellow jersey yeah. has to pull out. 
Mm. Yeah. What's the? Um, I'm just curious what 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 the what the um, results rate for the NBA has been since they've been playing. Uh, that I don't know. I'd be curious to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're we're talking about how about the concept of COVID potentially stopping everything? I I have read and and seen some discussions of people saying. I'm I'm the, the the Tour de France right now is a house of cards and it could collapse at any given moment. I mean some I I don't want to sound like the president. Some people are saying <laughs> that it might not even make Sunday start, you know, because of some freakish covid realization or or anything like that. How com- how comfortable are you guys panel of the tour not only happening, but happening through to its entirety. Jackson, you got any ideas? Yeah, well, I think um, I'm, of that. I'm hoping to stay um, hopefully optimistic when it comes to all this stuff. Um, I think that this is what, like the fact that things could derail so quickly is something that both makes this season, I think, interesting and exciting because um, like we were just saying, at any moment, um, the yellow jersey could be pulled out of the race and everything's flipped on its head. I mean, we saw last week with the Dopine, Roglic had to pull out, not thankfully because of COVID reasons, but because of crashes and that flipped the entire race on its head. Now, in the terms of the whole race being kind of curtailed, I hope that doesn't happen. It, I mean, fortunately in the time we're in, it can happen. Yeah. Um, but I, like I, like I already stated before, I, I'm choosing to stay hopefully optimistic and knocking three times on wood every opportunity I can. Trying to figure out if you got this optimism from your mother, which who isn't possible, <laughs> who isn't optimistic, or me who pretends to be optimistic, because personally I'm just sitting here going, oh shit, it's gonna all go to hell. Maybe it's just because 2020 has just kicked us so repeatedly in the in the solar plexus that it's just you never know if you're gonna from day to day what's gonna happen oh cool hey locusts you know you're gonna wake up in the morning oh the sun is on fire well it always is but now the planet's on fire but things like that um karsten what are your thoughts on it making it through without covid fucking everything up going to remind everybody that this is not the first Tour de France wherein a slurry of positive medical tests has threatened to bring it down. (laughs) (laughs) Well put. (laughs) So we've been here before to a degree, and also it's clear to me that the the testing uh, is flawed um, and that if if it's just one positive – then they're going to have to they're going to have to immediately offer a retest um so how quickly you know, it's almost it's almost like it's almost like drug testing where an a sample proves positive they also need to be able to test the b sample it's, it's sort of the same thing they need to give the they need to give the writer a second chance can those positive can i i don't know enough about the covid tests is there the ability to I, I would assume that you would be able to turn it around quickly enough and test that rider twice or test that mechanic twice and larry where uh war boss's uh situation um he he tests positive i just heard today and then or in a probably was like because i heard it in the united states today it probably happened yesterday 
but yeah. he's getting tested again to see uh, if negative. So we're looking at a day delay. So do you incorporate that yeah. rider in there till the B test comes, or do you pull them out? If that rider is truly, if that rider is truly positive, how many more how more people can that rider yeah, infect in that? If car you do two tests, right? So everybody's getting back a lot of. It seems yeah. like more positive. There's not. A, I haven't heard too many, even outside of sports, where you have a negative and they're actually positive. It's turned around before. The, okay, yeah. I have a good friend who's a respiratory nurse, and I'm going to ask her right now. Uh, so hopefully we'll uh, we'll have an answer by the end of the podcast. Okay, yeah, that'll be yeah. It's 48 hours. There's several different tests that are more accurate the longer but that, ones. In, in a three-week stage race. Yeah, it's not going to happen. So I, there's I a quick that, one. Go ahead. I know that, for instance, like here in America, if you if you do test positive, they have to let you know. This is obviously with Amer- like with citizens, they have to let you know within 74 hours or 72 hours, I think. Um, obviously, yeah. that's probably elevated in – professional sport they probably know pretty quickly i think paul you, you say 48 hours yeah yeah I, i'm i'm guessing because uh yeah. larry warboss's um test was probably yesterday or yeah pop positive yesterday or maybe monday but the potential of that t- that maybe missing two. 24 hours is catastrophic yeah. to to budgets to athletes to the sport in a whole my God! I mean, it could it could send it all crashing down just within that twenty four hour window, and then all of a sudden, oops, sorry. It's kind of it, in a very vague way. It reminds me of the Peter Sagan versus Mark Cavendish crash, where Peter Sagan was sent home, and after a while, people started watching it, going, oh, "Maybe it wasn't Sagan's <laughs> fault." And Sagan's going, "Thank you very much." Now I'm fucking stuck at home. <laughs> I just say that I pinch my nose because Sagan has a nasally voice, and I love the dude, but but you know, there you go. Bad, bad impression, notwithstanding. But point yeah. made, yes. Um, so, you know, that 24 hours could completely shut the lights off. Yeah. Especially if it's a leader. Yeah. He has to withdraw. And then then the travesty is of it all is if his second test is, is you know, if he's Oops. positive the first time, yeah. second. No, go ahead. Sorry. You know. Yeah. Do I have a bookmark? Can you catch up? Yeah. (laughs) Can I just ride the stage at night and suddenly be back into the game? There's so many question marks hanging on the horizon. It's starting to scare me. But you got to march forward. Yeah. It it, it just has to happen. I know it's going to be – it'll be something for everybody to talk, journalists to spin. Everybody's going to – it is what it is. Yeah. But it has to go on. The show – must go on. Oh, I don't have a. I only have this. Go away, um, but <laughs> do you? How do you guys envision this tr- crowd control? This is, to quote the great John Tesh, the Super Bowl of cycling. Our <laughs> <laughs> <Sure. laughs> Jackson's like no fucking clue what they're talking about. But um, do you guys envision true crowd control here? Um, are Europeans just that much smarter and more empathetic than Americans? We know the answer to that. But are they that much more smart and em- not smart? Well, I don't know. Empathetic to be able to understand the importance of this event. We've got the NBA. Sure, it's working because it's in a bubble. These guys are living, sleeping, and probably doing beer enemas in hotels <laughs> at Disneyland. Um, we don't have that ability. Oh, they're playing? Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no. believe it or not. Yeah, I'll be done. You don't give a shit. No, yeah, I know. I know. But, they, but I know. But these yeah. guys are doing this in this completely encapsulated, you know, dome of isolation. You can't do that in bike racing. Nope. Uh, I just the 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 negative demon on my shoulder is just going. It's gonna fuck up. And somebody's gonna three fuck week, up. It's a three week tour. It's it's some something's gonna happen. Yes. You know, it always either. does, doesn't it? Even if yeah. it wasn't COVID. Yeah, it does mm-hmm. either way. Like mm-hmm. it's all, something always happens anyway. That's why we it's, like it. You know. But not when I, I I'm not gonna like it when I find out that so and so tested. Po- I don't want to say their name because if I say a pro cyclist name on this podcast, <laughs> they're fucked. Um, I I don't want to. I don't want to hear that so and so got tested positive and then two days later found out. Oops, sorry. And he's at home. And I, I don't know. I, I don't know if I haven't. I don't know if you guys can comfort me enough at this time. When do, it cut- do you think that, do you, hold on, do you think that maybe, I know we're trying to solve the problem here and we certainly can, but do you think that they may have already thought of this? No. They're French. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yep. oh, God, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> um. All right, continuing on with news stories. Uh, Roglic still unsure his ability to fight for overall victory at the Tour after his crash at the uh, Criterium du Dauphiné is still in doubt. I'm reading from um, our friends over at Cycling News. Uh, conflicting reports about his health and recovery. His partner, uh, Laura Klink. There's a gigantic Hogan's Hero <laughs> reference in there. You idiot! Primus! Um, she has gone as far as to suggest a final decision has not been made on whether he will take start in Nice on Saturday or not. His team is saying, yeah, we're all good. The 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 person who sleeps next to him is saying, I don't, I don't fucking know. Um, oh, my God. What are our thoughts on on this? And, and, and yes, we all picked our riders before this podcast, right? But I think we do have a buffer of time to, to suddenly change, and I'm saying that on purpose. Um, do anybody, anybody got any thoughts on the fact of, of Primos not starting? I personally, I think that I, I think two things here. I think first of all, if he is unable to start, I think that is it, that sucks for Yumbo Visma. Oh but I also God. think. I also think they have such a deep squad that they could almost be like, okay, Roglic isn't here. We're going to bet on Dumoulin. So that they do have a very deep squad and a lot of great riders in their ranks. But I also think that it's a little, it's a little way to create drama, you know? Um, oh. how, how do we, how do we get, how do we get press around our team? You know, I think that I've heard multiple other things about Roglic, he went down, but he's completely cool to start back up again. So I don't, I, I don't, I don't know. I think maybe it could be a great way of just saying, "Hey, let's get a little publicity around our team," because Ineos is going through so much right now. Anyways, they want more drama. They, you know, they it, might, they might it, want a few more cameras on them. It probably sells whatever widget they're hawking. You're, I guess you're right. It keeps him in the public spotlight. Jesus, um, that was that was yeah, that was good, Jackson. Interesting take. Yeah, yeah Paul, any take on that one? 
Uh, I think, you know, um, I, I, the guy is is a tough toughest nails because I, I amen he, yeah you know if he does start he's doesn't matter what his position the first week is, um, as long as he can hang in in the front group, it's that guy's. I haven't seen anybody a harder man in cycling in a long time. In my opinion, it's. I think he can do it. Uh, whether he's really damaged and banged up, that's another thing. But, uh, um, yeah, I think uh, Yumbo uh, Visma has quite a few options. I mean, George Bennett's going well, but I don't know if he's a tour winner. I don't think this is – well, we'll get into that later yeah. probably. But, like, for Dumoulin, there's only one time trial. Yeah. You know, Yeah. and that's where he, he really shines. So, I, I think if he does start, he's certainly got to be – up there. If he doesn't start, that's going to shuffle. The odd makers are going to be scrambling Chris big White, time. Christwick. Uh, Gone. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. You mm-hmm. know, that it just the team on paper three weeks ago was perfection. Yeah. And now it's it's looking. And people are saying that about Enyos, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Carson, anything on this one? And he's gone. Is he, he? No, he's not. I could still see his face. <laughs> he's texting. Oh, no, I was, I was, I was muted. Oh, um, yeah. Sorry. Uh, in terms of who I think is going to win, or or what? What's the question? <laughs> no, we're just talking about in terms of Primoz Roglic, um, oh. his the possibility of his starting. There, there have been rumors surrounding the fact that his injuries are a little bit more than we thought they might have been. Um, well, if he if he does if he doesn't start, we got we got uh, if he doesn't start, we got uh, Dumoulin, and yeah. you know it's to me he's he's a clear favorite. You know, to me it's Dumoulin, Bernal, and uh, well, Dumoulin, we're getting but, into the tour predictions too early. Oh, okay. And I mean, Yumbo Visma is the strongest team for yeah. sure. Yeah, and 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 uh, certainly Enios is flailing for sure. We all got punched in the gut after our last podcast. It was funny that we did the show, correct me if I'm wrong, last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And Wednesday, so much information came out. Uh, first of all, the fact that the next day it was dropped that Froome and Garrett Thomas were not selected to Enios. And I, I think one of you guys, Jack Paul did, yeah, texted me at 6 in the morning going, we did the show too early <laughs> because it was just, I mean, I... I, and the sad thing is, is correct me if I'm wrong, you guys, it's almost old news right now, being able to talk about and and say something about the fact. But I do, before we truly get into the tour predictions, um, what you guys think of the fact that um, five-time tour winners, five tour winners, Carson's in the kitchen, five, <laughs> with Froome with four and, and Thomas with one are being left out out of this year's tour does uh, i mean that means we have a, we have an interesting tour finally you think so i mean come on there's no board there's nobody more boring than Froome. <laughs> i mean the guy was the guy was born going Meh. he didn't even cry waking out of the womb he just said Meh. it Meh. wasn't a w-a-a-a-h it was nah, a m-e-h yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just like, meh, meh, meh. I'm meh. here. The doctor was like, "Here's your baby." He kept looking down, and then slapped his wife. Yeah, slapped right, the woman. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Mother, thanks. Um, 
Jackson, did you, mm-hmm. you're, you know, I, I love your youthful perspective to this. You're not jaded yet. Um, <laughs> and, and in terms of like not allowing these guys into the race, I mean, Thomas wasn't really sucking, was he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that oh, this could be harsh to say, but I think, um, I mean, personally, I, I didn't expect Chris Froome to go to the tour. Um, I think he, I think he's still getting back to the old Chris Froome. Yeah. I think he's still trying to work back to that. I think that, um, and I also think that taking all three of those big egos to the tour is a lot to deal with, you know? And I think that unfortunately, I think Enios now Grenadiers or something like that, um, is, uh, is, looking to the future because i think they have to a little bit you know bernal's only 23 or something like that <sighs> he's got a lot of years left in him and i don't think they want to screw the pooch on that one um he's the he's the next generation of Ineos, so i think that they kind of had to please him and i think that while garrett has said that he's cool with taking the zero i don't i i think he's probably a little pissed off oh but he yeah. does get him i think he gets another grand tour and i think he gets to be the leader at a grand tour so i think he'll probably be when the zero arrives, I think he'll probably be happy with it. And poor, I, I, I know Carson, what you had to say about Froome, but part of me's like, that's, that's pretty shitty, you know. At least to give him something, you know. I mean, or what is he going to ride Spain again and hopeful, hopeful that he can do something there, or, or just hit pause and wait until Israel startup nation. Who knows? I guess God. I don't know. It's I. I just I. I. I, I think not... what's going to happen to Chris Froome is that he's he's going to he's he's going to simply shrug his shoulders and crawl into his pod, and <laughs> next spring he'll they'll he'll wake up and and step out and and you'll you think know, he'll like be. You think he'll dude, be fast. Like he's, he, no, he's like C three PO. He just he just shuts down, <laughs> and 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 then when the next race season comes around, he wakes up and says, "Oh, hello." It's time to ride my bike again. Like I, I don't really think he. I don't know if it affects him that much. Dude, that C three PO reference is brilliant. That is well Thank done. You. It's like, oh, do you mind if I power down now? Ooh. Yeah, exactly. That's it. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Sorry, I'm, I'm just. I'm not a fan. You can tell. No, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to get an idea of what you're trying to say. But hey, you guys, should we get to it? Let's get to the. Uh, let's get to the Tour de France time. All right. Time for everybody to put their money where their mouths are, or in this case, the kid of shame where their upper torso is. Uh, But before we do that, hey, did you guys know that 2020 has been the year of things happening that are completely out of control? No shit! Um, But there is one thing you can control, and that is shaving your bush. Our sponsors at Manscaped (laughs) are here to remind you to do so. I don't know if you guys knew that the lawnmower, it's called the Lawnmower 3.0. Great device. I own one myself. So do several other people on this podcast. It is waterproof, and it comes with an LED light so you can manscape in the shower, in the dark, or in a dark shower. Whatever floats your boat. If you're into that sort of thing, you want to shave your junk while in the dark, 
you want to take that chance, you want to roll those dice, you're going to be safe with Manscaped. So um, you got to try out all their kind of stuff. Go to manscaped.com. Check out some of these life-changing products. In fact, listeners to this show are going to get 20% off plus free shipping using the code PFP. Pack Filler Podcasts. Paul has something to say in the middle of my sponsored <laughs> Go ahead, read. finish it, and then I'm going to... At, at manscaped.com, that is 20% off, free shipping. Use the code PFP. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns by shaving that front trunk. <laughs> Thanks to those guys. So I'm thinking, <laughs> if you do it in the dark and they have the little LED, yeah. I'm going to give a suggestion to them. Have a strobe so it's kind of like a rave oh. while you're shaving. <laughs> yeah, and then have your music pumped in as you're... Wouldn't or that be great if, if you have real, a strobe op- option? If you're really, if you really got hairy junk while you're shaving, the light might splinter into that laser beam effect that would oh, cause a pattern on the I wall like while you're doing it. <laughs> so really, in both cases, we're really walking the line of are we going to cut ourselves or are we just going to like... No, no, on, you can't with on. this. You can't. That's no. true. It's Nick proof. Yeah. Jackson, I'm here's, telling here's my, you. Here's, here's, here's my question, and this is specifically for Pat. Uh, <laughs> does it does it come with a magnifying glass as well as the light? Oh. You, <laughs> Nick you bastard! It's Nick you bastard. First of all, um, I have used the device, and I really hope my current students aren't listening to this. <laughs> um, and second of all, works like a charm. And third of all, no, I don't need a magnifying glass. I'm an Irish <laughs> Catholic. Never mind. Yeah, sure. That you guys are known for. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Twenty-one days, nine flat stages, three quote hilly stages, nine. I mean, sorry, eight mountainous stages, one time trial, and two rest days. This year is event, in my personal opinion, is not messing around. I don't know if you guys have been able to. I, Paul has a document in front of him, so he's able to see um, a little bit of a of a stage breakdown in terms of what's going on. Um, Carson, you said you've researched Jackson. You've probably been spending time on YouTube, and you've also probably filled out your your documents. So I have each stage breakdown in front of me here, um, but I do want to just get an overall thought in terms of, first of all, the time of when this event is happening. These guys are coming into this event with far less season preparation and um, and there's so much left up in the air. Usually at the Dolphin A, in the past, we've seen riders who are really starting to kind of get into their own. Um, I don't know if we can we can use the Dolphin A as as much of a as a indicator as we were able to see in past years. Um, as far as the other you know sprinters, in far as of um, uh, time trial specialists in terms of attacking riders, we haven't been able to see very much of it. And so there's so much in the air. And so I, I guess I want to start off by just asking, does anybody have any true kind of a, I, I don't know, a theme or, or, or just a general, this race is going to completely flip the cycling world on its ass or it's going to be boring or it's going to be dramatic or we're going to see a new change of the guard. Anybody? Carson, uh, Paul's got a, he's kind of looking at me. No, no. Nice haircut, ahead. by the way. Oh, thanks. No. You got, got a nice haircut, too. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> I think um, already it's going to be an, like a historic tour. I mean, 
it's one of the first that's ever happened in August. Probably the first that's ever happened in August, maybe. I don't know. Um, you know, I don't know that stat. I would I would agree that it is, but I would, yeah, I wouldn't uh, go out on a limb and say, nope, never. Yeah, I think it's, it's going to be, um, I mean, we're already in a time like, like we've rarely seen before. So I think already we're going to be, I mean, someday I'll be looking at my grandchildren and saying, I remember when COVID hit and <laughs> all of this had to be changed, you know, I think, and Carson said it before, I think it's going to be a more inter- like, well, not more interesting tour, but I think it's going to be an interesting tour this year. I think, um, I mean, as we're already seeing, I don't think that Ineos is going to control and I think that things are going to be much more of competition. I think we've got more names than we have being said in the uh, now than we have in the past. Before it was Froome's going to win, Ineos is going to win. I think. I mean, and now we have yeah. names like Danny Martinez, Tade Pogachar, Primoz Roglic, all from different teams. And I think that's just a different. It's a different tour now, and I think that's way more exciting. Do you equate that to the year or just to evolution of the sport? Um, a little bit of both. I think that obviously um, people have gotten older and people have had to kind of take a back seat to the young generation, unfortunately. Um, I know. I know. Rub it in. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, I also think that this has given opportunities to writers that may not have had may have been injured or may have um, maybe not been in their peak form when the season was supposed to take place. Um, and I think that things, yeah, I don't know. Obviously yeah. things are going to be different and things are going to be, I think they're going to be fun in the next three weeks. And I think we're going to be crusty eyed and excited for the next three <laughs> weeks because we can't stop watching. How about uh, the, the whole Enios concept? Enios uh, is almost, well, it isn't almost. You, we get the super teams. We get the the Lavi Claires. We get the. I'm trying to think of other teams. You guys might be able to chime in. The the U.S. Postals. The um, Benesto. Benesto. Yeah, teams that really just come in, have the huge budget, and just just decimate everybody else. Um, Ineos has been the uh, at least of this decade, you know, which was Sky to Ineos. Um, been one of those unbeatable squads. Are we seeing the potentially the collapse of the of the great Ineos? Is yes, you know, absolutely. And, and I wonder if I wonder if this team can rally behind Bernal like like they did. Uh, I, I just I just don't think they're prepared. I don't think they can be mentally. I think Yumbo's Visma is that team now. At a much lower budget from what I understand yeah. too. Yeah. Sure. Makes me happy. But me too. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I, I kind of agree a little bit, but I, I think they'll bounce back. I, I just don't have a feeling they're going to win this year. Things got scrambled up a little bit. Uh, as you can tell, people weren't coming into shape like, yeah. Garant Tom, Thomas and, and then Froome wasn't coming around then switching teams and, um, but I think they're going to put it on a good show. Um, uh, although uh, Bernal is didn't really look so well during the Dauphiné back issues. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that could be an issue, or it could be a nice break. Um, uh, I don't know. 
it's hard hard to say, but I think uh, Pavel uh, Sivakov, uh, that guy is the one to watch that's on Enios. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the things like um, Jackson mentioned, uh, uh, Pokochar, and do you know when the last debutante, the very somebody who won the tour the first time they enter it, who was the last one? Laurent Fignon. Yep. Yeah. That's exactly right. That's been a while. The professor. Yeah. 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 So, <clears throat> and the last French winner was. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Bernardino. You know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So everybody, well, they, a lot of people point to Pin, uh, um, Pino. And it'll be interesting. Yeah, uh, Thibaut Pino. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, wait. Was hold on. Was was you know the last French winner? Wasn't uh, yes. Nope. Didn't. Uh, yeah? Nope. Okay. Yeah. 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 You mm-hmm. want me to? It, we had an episode. Where I went. Paul actually way back. <laughs> went like the last twenty years and just rattled <laughs> them off. It was. Mm, okay. It was, it was kind of attractive. <laughs> kind of turned. I'm me very on. uncomfortable. We're in the same lie. room. It was, really, yeah. it was. Yeah. We, if I didn't have to maintain six feet, Paul. Um, <laughs> Other other <laughs> other teams that we think might show something unexpected. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Jackson, go ahead. No, I was I was gonna say I think EF and UAE are gonna be the two teams that are gonna be a little bit surprising for me. I would throw in uh Bora Hansgrove. Yeah with, okay. with Buchman. Buchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, let's go to individual categories. Top sprinters. Wait, didn't didn't didn't, oh. didn't 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 Bookman get hurt? Am he I did, wrong about he that? He did. He got it, but he's on the start list. As of last report, okay. so he, is that going to change your list of who's going to finish? Yeah, well, it's it might change mine. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I because he's got, had a stellar year yeah. up until his injury. Yeah, he's on there right now. So let's look at let's let's go to categories here, shall we? Uh, top sprinters. I'll I'll name off some names just to throw out to you, but you guys can obviously pick your own, and then we'll we'll eventually get to who you actually chose if you've chosen yet. Um, excuse me, boy, these German beers are burpy. <laughs> um, sprinters, obviously Sagan, Peter Sagan returning to try and just you know crush the the green jersey record. Uh, Bennett, uh, Caleb Ewan, um, it, you know Viviani. I know we've got a lot of big sprinters that are in this race. Um, they're getting punched in the face. Um, our first stage is flat, but the, the stage two has got two category one climbs and one category two climbs. So there's not going to be a whole lot of glory, especially early on, that we're used to seeing for these sprinters. 
And um, with those types of climbs, what's that going to do to some of our sprinters who can't handle these types of efforts? Um, I guess uh, I'll open it up to the panel. Anybody got an idea in terms of, of who you're – I know Jackson's pick. I would assume a two and no. I'm going to let Jackson go first. Okay. Um, I am – luckily I put these two in my team. Um, I am Spoilers. wobbling – are are, are we getting to that later in the show no you can get into it don't worry about it i'm kidding um i uh these two well if my first pick is obvious it's peter sagan i think that with he's one of the many or one of the few sprinters that can get over those hills and still be in the bunch um and then i think his biggest rival this uh year for the green jersey at least is going to be wout van Aert. I think that he is a – obviously, we've seen that he's a proven winner, and I think that he is – he might have to work for Roglic on the flatter stages, but I think he also could take that because he can climb a little bit. I didn't even think about that. It reminds – you know who he reminds me of? He reminds me of uh, – of, uh, what's his name? Spanish dude that just retired. Um, fuck. Spanish you dude know, <clears throat> a Old Spanish dude that just retired last – well, he can sprint. He's not a classic sprinter, but neither is neither is Sagan. Um, why am I why am I blanking on his name? Oh my god, he just retired last year. What team? Uh, movie star. Um, you are thinking of Valverde, star. right? What? Yeah, Valverde. That's it. He's still yeah. Valverde's still, he's still right? racing. Yeah, he's still going. Yeah. I thought he retired. He's no. in the he's in the tour, dude. He says he's good for three more years. Yeah. Believe what? That. Yeah, I yeah. know. I know. That's what we all say. Yeah. He's going to be 40, 42. So. Some sort wow. of. I right. was 42 once. <laughs> he reminds me of Valverde, you know, five, six years ago. Is who reminds, that's that's who he reminds me of. Peter Sock. You know, versatile, can climb. No, no, uh, no. Uh, Wal Van Aert. Wal Van Aert. Wal Van Aert, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, could, I could see that. I can agree with you on that one. I'm uh, I'm not gonna lie. I'm leaning my my way towards. I I, I really want Peter Sagan to win another jersey, but I'm leaning towards Ireland. To to Bennett, yeah, mm-hmm. Sam Bennett. I think mm-hmm. he's I think he's got it. I I I know Caleb Ewan's gonna win some stages. I don't want him to, but I understand. Caleb Ewan, you know what? I I I have to apologize to Mark Cavendish because there were years that I've said on this podcast that I didn't like him, and I think it was his attitude. And he was spry and cocky, which you definitely need to be as a sprinter. And I don't think I liked it. And now Mark Cavendish is being so much more relaxed and cool, and he's not riding the tour, which is probably because he's being more relaxed and cool. And Caleb Ewan's still a cocky little punk, and I don't like him. <laughs> so he's my new Mark. I don't, know, I don't, I, I don't know what it is about that personality type, but I've never seen a classic sprinter to be anything but cocky and annoying. Because yeah. you have to believe in yourself when you're shooting the gap yeah. or yeah. whatever. That, yeah. that's all. You also have to be to. somewhat psychotic. Yeah. Well, that's my gap. It's not like I wonder if I can fit in that gap. Mm-hmm. That's my gap. I am God. You know. <laughs> it's, well, my take on it is I think Caleb Ewing will be the one that's going to challenge him because he can climb. I mean, Lonson Ramo, he did well. He got second when Nibali uh, yeah. climbed. So he has that potential to hang in there. Um, and he has a team that's not going for GC, and they're going for sprints. And let's face it, if you look at, at the 
the um, stages, a flat stage is not flat. No. Not like the old days. So there's they always aren't. at least, uh, you know, a category three, four, or something right before the finish. Uh, there's a good long run in on some of those. But Every flat stage I'm looking yeah. at has a category three, a category four, yeah. at least one category four. Within, within 30 it. kilometers of yeah. the finish. So. Yeah. Um, people like Sam Bennett may, we saw how he reacted during, uh, Milan San Remo. He got shelled on the Poggio, you know, things can change, right? Yeah. And de Kunick's there to get a stage win. They're not going to, they're going to really protect him. Um, so yeah, I mean, things can change, but I think Sagan is definitely, this is like, if he's, this is his type of tour, but what shape he hasn't really shown great fitness. So I have a tendency to lean towards Caleb Ewing because the team has got him scheduled in there. And Mark Cavendish actually made a little statement saying, "Yeah, this is this is not the tour for me to go. Yeah. One, I'm not I'm not hitting my mark, and two, there's to get over these hills and finish the tour. No way. This is one of the hilliest tours in a long, long, long time. Yeah, big time. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, organizers probably did that in the back of their secret meeting room, you know, Illuminati, to try and destroy the Enios control of the, of the race. Well, the other thing about this tour is <clears throat> the penultimate stage is a time trial, and whenever that happens, you know, <clears throat> uh, that always leads to, could potentially lead to a lot of drama. It's a 36K time trial with a Category 1 climb in it. With It's 6K, <laughs> it's 6 kilometers long and an average 8.5%. There's only one guy. Go ahead. I wonder if there's going to be any any of that bike changing nonsense that we've seen in the past on on this thing. I loved it when Phil Anderson did it back in like '84, but yeah. uh, just date. Remember, remember when the remember when the chicken did it and he crashed like five times? <laughs> the chicken, yeah, Rasmussen. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Rasmussen. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but when they had the worlds in in Norway and they had that climb towards the end. Um, of course, Dumoulin did not do a bike change, and he was in his aero bars in that really like kilometer climb. Yeah, in his aero bars, I don't think you know that's a power climb even at that. But I think <coughs> I think a lot of people there is going to be probably somebody's going to make that that choice. But uh, yeah. all right, I'm going to open this up at a little bit more rapid fire. Okay, I'm going to throw these out there, and everybody gets to go. I'm going to go in order of uh, to start. I'm going to go order in order of my Zoom, which is Jackson first, Carson second, Paul third. So. Um, to begin, uh, any riders that you think are due for something great in this specific tour? Um, I think, <clears throat> I, I guess I'll say the two. Um, I think, first of all, I think Tadej Pogacar is due. I think he's he hasn't been around very, very long, but I think he's young and I think he's ready. And I think, um, I've mentioned the name a lot lately, but Sergio Higuita, I think the Colombian national champion, I think he could, he's been touted to be pretty, pretty good. And uh, I've seen some pretty good finishes from him in the Vuelta and everything, so I think he'll be spry to get going. Nice, Karsten. Uh, I do one. I think do one's do do a Tour de France win. Do Milan. Do Milan. Do Milan. He's do he's, a Tour de France. Milan. <laughs> ah, thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> He's the king of dad jokes. You, you just fucking absolutely. If you want You're that dumb. title, you got it. Uh, I think I think he deserves it, and I think he, he's worked it. I think he's I think he's probably one of the classiest riders in the in the peloton right now. And then to echo what you said earlier, 
I think Sagan getting his last green jersey is, I think, I really hope that happens. Yeah, yeah. Paulie? I, I think we're going to see a bunch of people just pushing up the in the top ten that's just going to rotate. And yeah. um, one of them is, is even from NTT team. Um, he's now the Italian national champion, I believe. Uh, Nozzolo. Nizzoli? Nizzolo. Yeah, thank you. Um, I think he's he's going to probably shine pretty good. And then I think Buckman, he was fourth place last year. I think he's going to be on the podium, but I've just shined on something for my picks. And then uh, <laughs> and I think both Martinez and, and Hagita, like like Jackson said, those I think there's going to be a lot of lot of guys up front, and it'll be so tight. I'm hoping too. It's so tight. Every stage, there's there's like seconds in between first and all the way down to like tenth place. I think it's yeah. going to be shuffle every yeah. single day. And somebody's just going to have. You always have a bad day, they say in the tour, and you just hope it's on the rest day. I so. I also think that it's going to be a bloodbath. I think there are so many riders with so much pent up anger and and desire to prove themselves that we're going to see some crashes, and I don't want to. Well, really wow! Want to. You just brought the party down. I do. That's my job. <laughs> and nobody, I noticed nobody said out of the gates uh, somebody who you think is due in the terms of Thibaut Pino. Oh yeah. Do you want my opinion on that? Yeah. Well, well that, I, I like kind him. of the concept of the show. I like him, but I think there's two reasons why I don't think it's going to happen. One, um, I think Pino is a great writer, and I like him as a person, but he. Seems to be like Smokey on on the Big Lebowski. He's just a little fragile, you know. <laughs> so the other is nobody wants to see Mark Mario freak out like like he does. Like yeah, even... <laughs> yeah. Did you see him after after Demar? I do. I want to see. I know Demar won the world. Yeah. national. I mean national championships. I love oh that my man. gosh! He just I like love that man. He's gonna die of a heart attack. So those are the two reasons why not. I, I'd like to see that. Actually, I like Pino, and and he has an Instagram with his goats. It's just <laughs> it is great. Anyway, I, I I hope the best, but I just I think he's like Smokey. It's just a little fragile. Okay. Anybody you think needs to go out on a high note? Anybody who's like, you're reaching the twilight, you got to do something great. This is your last chance. Um, And Jackson, are you okay with me starting with you on this one? That's probably pretty brutal. Sure. You got Um, the wry mind. It's quick. You can respond like that. (laughs) Sure. I think, um, I mean, names like... Alejandro Valverde and uh, Philippe Gilbert, I think are, are, are names that I, I hope they get a stage throughout this. Um, Carson, you broke my heart saying uh, Sagan's last uh, green jersey. I really hope that's not the case, but um, uh. if, it is, <laughs> if it is, I will cry at the end of the tour and yeah. get a tattoo of his face on my back. Oh, <laughs> Why so serious? <laughs> Why so serious? Wow. <laughs> exactly. I got a name. I got a name for everybody. What about Adam Yates? Yeah, he's leaving, so he's going to go to Ineos yeah, next going year. To Ineos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he's he's a dude that you know has been a contender in the past, and if we you, all actually his name came up a lot last year when we were talking about this. Yeah, if you want um, him to do well, you just make sure I don't pick him because I picked him in the Delphine and he he kind of right. sucked eggs at the Delphine, so. I would say Naro well, Quintana. Get, 
Paul mm. Nairo Quintana, you think ne- oh, is yeah. is kind of reaching the yeah, tail end? Yeah. Needs to do something great. Yeah, he does. This, I mean, he had started off with a bang, but then we had that break, and he hasn't shined so yeah. well. But this could be a year where he could like all of a sudden. There, there's gosh, what's that Irish kid? That's let me see if I can. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say two words. I of, know what it is already. <laughs> I'm going to say it. Richie. Richie Port. Port. Where's he going next no, year? Fuck. I don't know where Richie's Ineos. going. Is he? Yep. Oh, what? shit. Yep. Rebirth. Dude, really? What, you, what is it about rebirth. that Rebirth. You... <laughs> he's going to have a rebirth. Which means he's landed on his sword. He's landed on his he's, sword. He is. He's yeah. just like, fuck it. Yeah. I need to come back. All right. I need your money. Uh, right, man. Right, right, mate. Right. I got to try. I got to do a try. Any chance <laughs> I could come back? You do some swimming. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, that's good. I want Richie to win a stage. I really want Richie to win a stage. And stay upright and not break a leg or, or like <laughs> fucking fly off a cliff. Or it is keep- 2020. It is the opposite year of everything. <laughs> you got a point. This could be the year. <coughs> that's the sound of me knocking on wood. Wow, the resonation of this console. Yeah, um, that's that's it. That is that. Um, okay, next. Um, uh, okay, guys, let's get to the point. We're an hour and two minutes in. Overall winners. I need to know, um, before your team picks, who do you think are the top three riders you think could podium in this Tour de France? Karsten, you get to go first. And this is assuming uh, guys like Primus Rojic are still riding. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hold you up to the coals here in case Rojic for some reason doesn't ride. Um, isn't his name pronounced first? I'm just gonna say Primus Rojic. Yeah, exactly. I'm an American, damn it. I'm gonna say his prime odds Roglic. Roglic. Chai Chai Rodriguez. Ty Balt. Ty Balt. Pine Uh no, I think uh, I think I'm I'm going with I'm going with Dumoulin uh, and um, Quintana and um, fuck, who would be the third guy now that Carlos <laughs> Roglic isn't really Well you can no, pick you, him. You can pick you him. Can pick him. I can, yeah, but come on. Like he got hurt pretty bad. Like I, I don't know, like I'm, uh, three weeks. Yeah, it's three weeks, and and uh, um, I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that uh, uh, what's his name? I, I'm gonna call him a dark horse, and I don't really believe what I'm saying, <laughs> but I think uh, I think uh, there's I think, been riots uh, over dark horses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, this uh, CCC guy. I can't even say his name. He rides a giant. What the fuck's his name? Uh, um, hang on, hang on. Let me see. <laughs> I'm pulling uh, it up. Of all the people. DeMarkey? Yeah, I know. I, I, huh? DeMarkey? DeMarkey. No. Um, Here, I'm, I'm bringing up CCC. They're, they're all, oh, you're talking about Zacharin. Zacharin? Ilner Zacharin? No. Cerny? No, no. Oh, vet, I'm sorry. Van Avermaet. Van Avermaet? To win Whoa. the tour. Well, I mean, it just he's a dark horse. He thought he could win last year. Um, I, this, I'm just saying he's an absolute left field dark horse guy. You are a company with, man, I tell you. <laughs> what? I gotta say it because I'm a company man, uh-huh. and I also I also really think that he's uh, he's he, he has been he's been considered a, like he's been considered a contender in the past. No, he and, hasn't. Yeah, he has been. 
like he's always been a dark horse, especially when he's riding for uh, BMC. For, yeah. And, what are you doing, you moron? <laughs> and we look. Okay, I'm not. I'm he's... not going to fight this one too hard. But I'm going to say that with all the weird shit that can happen in the tour this year, think about it. No. What if he's like the literally the last rider? <laughs> there we go. That's it. He's well, just, he is. He's, he's got Belgium. He's, he is Belgian. He's so. the John Travolta boy in the plastic bubble. He's just, <laughs> if he rides in a completely air contained, you know, b- bubble, yeah, he might have a chance. But if not, dude, Zacharin's gonna place higher yeah, than okay. he does. All right. All right. All right. I just look. I, I uh, love you, man. Dumoulin, Dumoulin and Quintana. Those are the those okay. those guys will be no, on there. Can... Uh, the third guy, I have no fucking clue. Okay, know. no, that's fine. That's fine. Just just admit the error of your ways, and and we will forgive yeah. you. And, and where were we? <laughs> <laughs> Who was next? Polly, were you next? Uh, doesn't matter. Jackson can go if he wants. Sure, um, I'll go. Um, I think uh, I'll go in the opposite order. I'll go uh, for third place. I think you can just pick uh, any three riders you think are going to podium. You don't. They don't have to be in order. Well, I see. This is how I've already planned. All it. right, you've so you've, you've ran your brain this way. I understand. Um, I think in third place we'll see uh, Tade Pogachar. I think in second place we'll see Egan Bernal, and I think in first place I think we're going to see Primoz Roglic. The kid's got a gift. Yeah, yeah. He's got that going on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going with Roglic, and then. Uh, uh, Bookman is my dark horse, and then I think uh, Pavel uh, Sivakov oh. will be on the podium, and not Bernal. Is is Kwiatkowski racing this year? Yeah, 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 he is. Yeah, okay. he is all about getting these guys to the bottom of the last hill. Yeah, okay. Right. I'm riding. Right. I'm riding with Primoz Roglic if he can start. Mm-hmm. Roglic, um, uh, Thibaut Pino. I'm I'm holding out. All right, which means he's fucked. Which he's going to break a hip or something. All these guys are fucked. If I'm saying their names, and Bookman, I'm, I'm, those are oh, my three wow. leaders. I'm I'm rolling with for this. No one's mentioned Carapaz. Nobody is. That's a dark horse. I, I tempted to do that, but uh. um, has has anybody in this room <coughs> gone to the uh, the the Flow Bikes Fantasy by Tiso and filled out their teams? No, not yet. Have had time. Jackson, you have. I have, yeah. Tell me your eight rider roster of you. Okay. Because that well, first of all, actually let me tell the the listeners what they can do here, you guys. You can go to Flowbikes, F L O Bikes dot fantasy by Tiso dot com. In other words, if you if you're really screwed up over all this, just look up fantasy tour de France and it's usually one of the top hits. Okay. And you search out the pack filler league. Or if you're on our Facebook, you can you can just click on the link there, and you can join the league, and you can compete with us, which I think would be kind of fun, and everybody can you know decide if they're better than us. This is a pretty good chance. Yeah, um, <laughs> I was gonna say. Yeah, uh, and then we go from there. So you you get to pick eight riders, you get a budget. I think if the, I think they're what they've established, established established are like ways you can gain more credits or points throughout the tour that you can actually trade riders. As as the tour continues, um, so you get to as I said, you get to pick eight riders. I think the maximum per team you get to pick are four riders, and uh, you, I think you're restricted to three leaders, 
certain amount of sprinters, and so on and so forth. Jackson, who are your eight riders you've chosen? Um, I have picked Primoz Roglic, um, Sergio Higuita, Wout Van Aert, um, and we didn't mention this name, Davide Formolo. Um, Ooh, I don't think he's on the list. I don't think he's on. Hang on. We can change still until I think, I don't know, probably Saturday. Because this has listed him as a starter, so I'm yeah. taking taking yep, with yep, this. Yep, he's there. I, I stand yep. corrected. Yep. And then uh, next is uh, Julian Alaphilippe, oh. uh, Caleb Ewan, and Tade Pogachar, and everybody, don't hold your breath. Peter Sagan. Huh. Oh, that 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 one. That last one kind of took me. Yeah. Well, yeah shocker. So right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like somebody from New York rooting for the Yankees. Yeah. Jesus. I've picked Primus Roglic. Uh, Sam Bennett, Thibaut Pino, Peter Sagan, Wout Van Aert, Sepp Kuss, baby. I'm putting him down there just for a stage or something great, which means my points might kind of suck because he's going to work for his teammates. Yep. But I'm putting him on there. Uh, Bookman and uh, Tish Benut. Those are my riders. Those are my eight. Carson, did you get a chance to do this yet? Uh, no, I haven't had time. Okay. Sorry. That, no, that's fine. Um, but... but- one thing I'm going to question is, have we picked green jersey winner uh, besides a green green jersey potential besides um, Sagan? And, yes. Uh, what's his name? You uh, were probably okay. roasting right. a red pepper at the time, but um, we were <laughs> we were we were leaning. Some were leaning more towards Caleb Ewan. Uh, Paul and I think was leaning towards Caleb Ewan. Um, Jax was leaning more towards Peter Sagan. I was leaning. I, I just. Re- I remember this French dude last year, and he's oh, what the fuck's his name? Arnaud Cock Co- something. Cocard? Oh yeah, Brian Cocard. Brian Cocard. Cocard. It's, uh, yeah, I think we should put him his name in the hat as a as a possible green jersey winner. Oh, wow. if he's riding, he's having a couple uh, days in it. B and B hotels. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He's there. I just remember that name from last year. Yeah, Cocard. It's a French sounding name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was he was third in the national championships. Gentlemen, um, I say we put something on the line as usual, and um, I say we continue with the tr- tradition of the, uh, the the punishment episode where whoever ends up the tour with the lowest amount of points has to ride the entire podcast on a on a trainer in in the studio. Uh, can we all agree to that? Yeah, yeah. Karsten, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. You have to come up to Spokane, though. You have to do it this time. Okay, all right, I'll do it. Yeah, I got to bring my, yeah, I got to get my bike up there somehow, but yeah. Yeah, you have to do it this time, okay? <laughs> so there we go. Right. Like, that's um, a big chore. Yeah, exactly. Oh, bike yeah, put it on the fucking yeah, I'm, plane. I'm, I'm a rep, yeah, and yeah. I don't have any racks yeah. for my car. I got to go visit my right, giant right, reps right, right, right. and stores. <laughs> um, okay, very rapid fire. Um, gentlemen, best tour rider ever, and it can't be Merckx. Paul Maine. And what? And it can't be Ed, uh, Eddie, Eddie Merckx. Uh, Bernardino. Karsten. <laughs> I said don't say fire. it. No. Don't you no, say don't, it. Don't, don't, don't. Don't do it. No. Okay, move on. Move on. Uh, move on. Not going to say it. Okay. Jackson. Peter Sagan. Best tour rider ever is Peter Scott. Okay. Best. Um, oh, I have to pick one. Uh, I was going to say uh, Bernardino, too. Um, best tour team ever. Jackson. Oh, Ineos. Oh, Karsten. Best tour team ever? Best tour team ever. 
Lobby Claire. Lobby Claire. Yeah. I'd, ha- I'd have to agree with Jackson as one team. Um, yeah. I, I, I hate to say it. No. I'm not going to say it. All right. Uh, best year you remember <laughs> watching, and it can't be the Greg LeMond, Laurent Fignon year. Best year you remember watching, Paul. 1987, Stephen Roach against uh, oh. uh, Pedro Delgado. That's a good choice. Oh, that That's a good choice. I love Delgado, man. <laughs> 50, who could argue a 50-mile time trial in the yeah. middle of the whole thing? Yeah. And 100-degree heat? Those guys were Jackson. Hard. Uh, 2019, Julian Alaphilippe attempting to keep the yellow jersey. God, I love the fact that the sport's going to carry on. Yeah, Carson. Uh, the year that the year that uh, um, Ulrich almost beat Armstrong. Uh, oh, uh, 2003. Right the hockey team. 2003. <clears throat> yeah, when he crashed in the TT. Yep. And that's what lost in the tour. Yep. Oh, you know, he beat Ulrich, him in the time trials. Ulrich is. Yeah, he has always been my favorite pro. He yep. always will be. And that year, that aside from the aside from the Fignon year, which was the best tour to watch, mm-hmm. I, I'm, not, I'm not supposed to say it, but the year that yeah, that year that that, that Ulrich lost it because he crashed in that TT. That that yeah, was yeah. that was epic. For the, for those of you listening, you can bring these up on YouTube and and entertain the shit out of yourself by watching these things. Oh, yeah. Mine is the '85 tour. With Bernardino's crash and LeMond almost be, uh, becoming the first American Tour winner. That defines my youth. Uh, that was a good one. Favorite kit, favorite team kit of the Tour de France that you have ever seen in your entire life? Karsten Hagen. Lobby Claire. Fucking absolutely. That, that kit is just iconic. Yep. Anse when they had the pink. Paul, the Anse pink. Mm-hmm. Jackson. I loved EF's kit last year so much. Oh, and that was pink. A lot too. Yeah, we got a pink theme going on. Pink theme. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm torn between Zed. I'm kidding. No, the Zed kit was terrible. <laughs> oh, reach and, across and, the table and, and break and, physical and, distance. And Tom Tom which is the team that did the worst. Or Castorama with the little overalls. <laughs> the big. Yeah. Oh, yeah, those oh, yeah, were terrible. Awesome. No, I'm with you on uh, Lavi Claire, Carson. Um, and, yeah. uh, okay, Ryder, you always have and or will root against. Ryder, you can't stand or could not stand in your years of watching this sport. Paul. Oh, geez. There's so many. Uh, <laughs> who did I? Come back to me. I got to think about that. I got to sort this Carson. Out. Fuck, that's hard to. Yeah, uh, there's there's so many of them. Um, fuck. Uh, good podcasting right here. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> we're thinking. Jackson, you somebody, have one right off the top of your head. Somebody else come with me. Yeah, Jackson, you got one right off the top of your head that you did not root for. I and I know I said it before. I have a tough time forgiving Mark Cavendish for what he did. Oh, to, the Sagan thing. Yeah, mm. that was always mm. tough. And then um, I don't know why, but Gaviria is always so, so hard for me to root for. He's a gracious he, winner, though. He Well, like, there's nothing wrong with him. Really? I yeah. just have, like, a weird thing against him. I don't know why. Michael Rasmussen is the one I didn't You didn't, didn't like Rasmussen? Like, no. No, like and I, before I've been, before I've been, in, I've been in discussions with him to come on the show, so th- thanks well, a lot. Well, thanks. only only because he reminds me of Jupe Soda Milk, which I'd have to go way back. You Jupe don't Soda like Jupe Soda Milk? I you think he like I think he was a good 
I think he was a good cyclist, but we he, almost named our dog you know? Joop. <laughs> so it should be Yoop. 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 Yeah, Yoop. The thing is that there used I'm to be a Joop. joke: is why is Yoop Zotomelk so so pale? He's always in, in the shadow. Yeah, yeah, he's the poo poo He's a wheel sucker, but yeah. he he was a champion and he won world championship. Uh, I think Did, close to is that that was your rider? Actually, I would have to say Yoop. I didn't. I didn't like Michael Rasmussen only for the simple fact that he was at the pinnacle of yeah. the trash. You know, although everybody else was doing what he does, it's not fair for me to throw that best. Oh, okay. I backtrack. I backtrack. Karsten, did you pick one? Yeah, Vinokurov. Oh, the vampire! I kind of like yeah. that guy. He's I, a badass. I, I've never been able to get behind that guy. I've never. I've always felt like. Even if he wasn't a doper, which they all were in that era, yeah. that he just didn't have a good soul. You know, here's one thing about him I earned respect. <laughs> when when he got popped for <coughs> blood doping, because yeah. it was mixed blood. Somebody else's yeah. blood. Yeah. And they said it, it had some... some it was journalist said, it, it, They said it was his father's blood. Dude. And he said... "Are you? Yeah, that's what he said. He goes, oh, bullshit. If it was my father's blood, it'd have vodka in it. So... <laughs> That's when I thought, you know, that I kind of like this guy. Yeah. yeah, mine is anybody wearing a Kofidis jersey. Wow, I hate that team. Mm. I hate that team. Um, even though they're the obvious that everybody knows that I didn't like Cavendish for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now he's turning on me, and I don't like Caleb Ewan right now. Yeah. But but I I don't want anybody in a Kofidis jersey to do very well. Sorry, well, who Viviani. Who was the 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 Spaniard? He just won the the hill climb or the the Everesting record. Recently, oh, Contador. Uh, I yeah. never liked Contador. You never liked Contador. I, I think I think he's a, a phenomenal rider. I think. Yeah. I, I mean, he was. Everybody says that guy could climb, but yeah, uh, he didn't do much for me. But I didn't hate him. The guy could attack. He was oh, the first yeah. guy. He was the first guy with the balls to to use compact compact gearing in a Grand Tour. Balls, you hear that, Jay? You no. Hear that, Jay? no. <laughs> Balls, right I, I yep. don't think it's so. It's right behind Jackson right now as I'm looking at it. The kid's a spinner, man. I wouldn't call it balls. You know, I just I think he, I mean, he had fortitude. Yeah. So. I'm, I'm sitting across from a guy who you can hear his knees 300 miles away when he's climbing, and I'm watching a guy I'm on a screen and they're still going. Who, spins his, who spins like he's running away from something. Uh, so that just that just goes to show you. So... Uh, how how is everybody watch going to be watching? Paul, you're, uh, you're uh, unfortunately a, I had to pay for another year yeah. of NBC. Yeah, I did too. That's what I'm doing. I did yeah. too. Yeah. And, and I wouldn't I wouldn't pay for that, but I want to watch Perry Roubaix because I can yeah. watch on regular delayed. Yeah, you know, on regular TV. So anyway, Jackson, you. I will be off of my own father's subscription because I am <laughs> shit. We're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, it's going to black yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to close us out. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'll be watching off of that. I watch the uh, the actual NBC Sports, the Euro feed, I guess they call it, or whatever it is, because I don't. But then I, I always watch it again in the evening. So um, I will say, and we didn't get to it, but I will say, um, uh, holy shit, watch for, um, what were the stages? Oh, my God. Stages uh, 15 and yes. 17, if mm-hmm. you're watching the tour. If you're anything caring about how this race unfolds 15 and 17 i think are going to be the most dramatic fireworks days of the entire uh, tour um multiple 
or category like five, finishes. Five stages yeah. on 18, I think. Or is it 15 or 18? There's five uh, category climbs. 18 has two category ones, one three, and uh, one category two that I can see. So that's two, three, four. Um, and with 15. a non-summit finish. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, 17 is two or category climbs with the finish. And um, stage 15 is an or category climb for the finish. Eight. Eight mountain stage yeah. top finishes. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. No recovering mm, from that. No. Um, all right, you guys. So uh, the loser's going to have to come here and wear the kit. That's just it. And by the way, uh, before I sign off. You didn't off, wash it, right? You should never wash that. No, so whoever it is. You're right. I shouldn't have washed it. <laughs> I did, though, because there was glass all over it. Oh, yeah. When you broke right. the glass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people asking me online about an update on Roger. Uh, it's kind of ironic because Roger's not ironic, kind of coincidental, because Roger sent us a text today before we went on air um, about the fact that he just had surgery on his face today, and the guy looked good. He sent us yeah. a picture. He looks like, you know, cute old Roger, you know, always landing on his feet, always mm-hmm. good to go. Um, and no, I'm not going to tell you what wheels and tires he was on because I have a lot of people asking me that. Um, because that's not fair to the manufacturers. We don't know if we had a one-off thing, or and I'm not going to get into a gigantic banter about this brand over that brand. Um, if you want to, I don't know. All I can say is check with your manufacturer. Make sure yep. you got the right tires on exactly. the right wheels, and you feel comfortable with it. Carson, do you have anything kind of on that in terms of what that is all about? With uh, with tubeless, yeah, yeah. Uh, Again, again, I've made my opinion clear. Tubeless is is fantastic for a lot of reasons, um, and, you know. But if you're not running a compatible yeah. uh, wheel and tire setup, you're putting yourself at risk. And uh, <clears throat> most of the manufacturers, most of the rim manufacturers, have a published list of compatible tires, and stick to it. Yep. And don't yeah. don't think it's silly. I mean, Giant does it. Uh, uh, Envy does it. Mm-hmm. Um, Shimano does it, and Revolve. take it seriously. And if you take yeah. it seriously, then you're going to have an amazing wheel system, wheel and tire system. Perfect, perfect. Thank you, man. Um, to uh, Jackson, to Karsten, to Paul, you guys. Thanks for coming on and talking about the tour and putting our proverbial dignity on the line. Because in four weeks, we might have to do something really <laughs> embarrassing. It might be me, <laughs> I, Paul. I feel it in my bones that you're not gonna you're not gonna blow it on this well, one. Well, just like your prediction with Richie Port. Thanks. Yeah. Exactly. Oh shit. Oh, man. <laughs> there we go. Another knock. Yeah, A resounding, never-ending knock. Um, if you are a fan of the podcast, thanks for being here. Uh, tell a friend. Subscribe and like, bro. And uh, be sure and, um, I, you know, yeah, buy some gooders, ride scratch, shave your balls. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.